Amen. Okay, we want to make our faith confession together. Hallelujah. Amen. Confession, your confession brings about your possession. God creates things by speaking. So when you are, you are created in God's image, when you also speak, things happen. Amen. So let's make our confessions on the screen. God's promise over my life is sure. His words concerning me is settled forever in heaven. Though my beginning was small, yet my latter end would increase abundantly. God increases my greatness and comforts me on every side. The Lord increases me more and more, me and my family. These are your greater, greater works, and there is a release of greater blessing for us. It's a new season, and God has made room for me. It's my time to shine, and I'm increasing all sides. I've stepped into my promised land, and a land that is good and large, and flowing with God's blessings, the blessings of a closer walk with God, the financial blessings of debt freedom and surplus, the blessing of good health and a good marriage, the blessing of academic excellence and a good job, my life is moving forward and upward. It's getting better and better every day and every way. My life is shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The Lord teaches me to profit and leads me the way I should go. My gates are open continually, never to be shut by day and overnight. That the wealth of the nation shall come unto me. I am blessed and my blessings is of the Lord. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the eighth month, so you want to shout it eight times. My, I am blessed and highly favored, and highly favored of the Lord. Lord. Say it again. I am I blessed and highly favored. Believe it this time. I am blessed and highly favored. Say it again. I am blessed and highly favored. Move to somebody and tell the person. I am blessed and highly favored. Hit somebody and tell him. I am blessed and highly favored. Now tell yourself this time. I am blessed and highly favored. Say it again one more time. I am blessed and highly favored of the Oh, give God a hand of praise, somebody. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. This month, God is about to bless you in a special way. This is eighth month. And the number eight means new beginning. God is about to do glorious things in your life. Hallelujah. Before I start, before I start preaching, I would want to um, just let you know about the books that I've written. My latest books on on. Escaping offense trap and on bitterness is very important. Get these books, it's going to be a blessing to you. It's only 40 cities for one, you know, and the pack is there, and uh, you want to get it and uh, buy it as gifts to your friends, birthdays, and any occasions. And if there are people around you, if you have a business, buy it for your business friends and partners because it's going to solve a lot of problems. Amen. Amen. Buy it for your family and Everybody in this church, before you marry, you have to read these books. Yeah, yeah it's a must because, uh, you know, there are offenses in marriage yeah. and bitterness in marriage. And so you need this. This is a very practical book. The vice chancellor said it's a book for the world and truly it is so. Amen. Yeah. Then I do have here The Winner's Life and How to Step into Your New Season. This is literally a textbook for your daily living. It's a fantastic book. And then this one. And each of them is just only 30 cities. It's one papaya. Is that right? Yeah, it's one papaya. Papaya, when you eat it, everything just goes out. This one, when you eat it, your, your life becomes better and better. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we pray? Gracious Lord, we want to thank you. Anoint my lips that I speak forth your word as of an oracle this morning. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, kindly take your seat. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing my teachings on the... On, how the Lord speaks to us. Amen? 
And God is uh, God leads us in many ways. Today we are going to learn about how God leads us through dreams and envisions. But uh, uh, I'd like to just still give a little overview of uh, our lessons that we've learned so far. We know that in, in our contemporary life, we communicate through various means. Through emails, through faxes, through WhatsApps. We also communicate vocally and we communicate also by facial expressions. So we, we, we communicate both audibly and silently. In the same way to God as various ways by means of which he, he speaks to us or communicates with us. Now the primary way by means of which God communicates with us is through his word. Someone say his word. And he communicates by his written word. He told Moses, write these things. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, we found out that God, earlier on, used to speak to us by the fathers, but now he speaks to us through his son, Jesus Christ. That is the word of God. The Bible says that when God created man in the coolness of the day, he will go to Adam and Eve and they will be speaking to them. But when they sin, communication got broken. But this God of love decided to restore relationship with us so he started speaking to us through a special medium known as the prophets because the ordinary people couldn't be spoken to by God directly his spirit came upon them and spoke spoke through them to his people but then when Jesus came, now his spirit has come to stay in us and so he speaks to us directly. So primarily God speaks to every person through his written word. And the Bible says in some. 119 verse 105, that word is a lamp unto my feet and light for my path. Where there is light, you don't stumble. When there's darkness in your room, you may not know where a furniture is or you may hit your leg and, and fall down. So when you have the light of the word of God in your heart, you will not stumble. You will not be misled. Recently, uh, just I think just only yesterday, I read a story of how a pastor has has slept with three girls. And 
And he just told them stories that there is something in your family. And so if you don't do this, uh, I have to sleep with you to cleanse you. And I said, these people don't know the word of God. These girls are walking in darkness. Because if you are walking in the light of God, the Bible says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And if you are not married to a man, you have no business sleeping with a person. So whether he's a prophet, whether he's an apostle, whatever designation the person has, uh, it is a no-go area. Listen to me. Whatever anybody tells you, if it is not backed by the word of God, it's rubbish. It is what? Rubbish. It is rubbish. Throw it away. Amen. If I tell you anything and it's not backed by the word, forget it. You say, Pastor, you've been preaching as the word of God, but this one, this one, there's no word basis. Throw it away. Anything that anybody is telling you must be backed by the word. That is why God himself gave us his word and he does not go against his word. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He doesn't go against his word. And so, and so, because people don't know the word, they walk in darkness. And whatever the people tell them, they just go along with it. In Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So it means that God is the one who breathed out this word. And what is his function? It's profitable for doctrine. For reproof. For correction. For instruction and righteousness. Now the Bible is a mirror. So it means that every time that you are reading the written word of God. Or it's being preached to you. It's a mirror that is showing you who you are. And what you ought to be. Who you are to correct you and what you ought to be to exercise faith to receive it. And the reason for this the word of God is that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That is your portion. From today, may you be lifted up. May the word of God correct you. So you see, the word of God will be correcting you and say that, no, you don't need to do this. You don't have to steal. You don't have to do a bad business. You don't have to fight. You don't have to slap people. You don't have to insult your husband. You don't have to, you have to submit your husband. And husband, you have to love your wives. And you've got to take care of your family. Um, these are basic things in the word of God. So if anybody gets up and says, well, my husband is behaving in some way, so I don't have to submit. And no, and no, 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 no. You are, you, are, you are disobeying the word of God. And say, I heard a voice saying that I should, you know, I should blast my husband and throw him away. That voice is not the voice of God. Because the voice of God always confirms the word of God. Amen. Amen. You know, some people get up and they're claiming new creation right. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm the, and yet they are insulting their parents. It's foolishness. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. The spirit of God lives in me. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. And yet... The, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are breaking law you are, when you are driving through traffic, red light, and you pass through it. You are breaking, you are breaking law. You dishonor father and mother. We don't do that. It's wrong. Can, Psalm 132, verse 17. 
says that there will I make the horn of David to bad. I have ordained a lamb for my anointed. So God has ordained a lamb for what? For everybody. And what does a lamb do for you? It gives you what? Light, illumination. From today, may your life be illuminated by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Psalm 119 verse 98 and to 99. He said, through thy commandments, watch it, watch it. Through thy commandments has thou made me wiser than my enemies. Hallelujah. Why? For they are with me. It means that if you don't have the word of God, you will not be wise. You will be foolish. So the word of God makes you a wise person. The word of God, the word of God teaches you, study. When you, when you are a young person, learn, go to school. The word of God teaches you that there are lean seasons and there are harvest times. And when you have you have your harvest time, save some for the lean season. Hallelujah. Amen. So so the word of God makes you uh, wiser. So he said, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. That means that he thinks about the word of God. He, 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 he imbibes the word of God and his mind is stayed on the word of God. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22, he said, My son, attend to my word. Incline thy ear unto my saying. Attend, that means I give attention to my word. Incline your ear, that means I submit to the word. Let them not depart from your eyes. It means that every time as a Christian, what you must be looking at must be the word of God. Your focus must be on the word of God. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Why? Because they are life to those that find them and health or medicine to all their flesh. Can I have an amen? Amen. So the word of God, the word of God becomes a light for your life. And because it is light for your life, you don't stumble. Jesus himself said in John 8:12 that I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life and then god so god directs you through his written word and he directs you also through his ordained servants or anointed servants in, in jeremiah 3 15 he says i'll give unto you pastors who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So right now, as I'm speaking to you, is God who is speaking to you through my voice or through my lips. So the primary ministry of a pastor or of any man of God is not just to say that I've seen this and I've seen that, but is to declare the word of God, to declare the oracles of God. If anybody comes and says, and that the young preacher, we'll come share with me, we'll feature now with me, 
Listen, you know your future is not in the hands of any man of God. It's not in the yam, it's not in the stomach of any man of God. Your future is in the word of God. If you want to know your future, get to know what the word of God says. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night, that you may observe what is written therein. And then you have what? You make your way prosperous and you will have good success this if you haven't read this book don't go and listen to anybody if somebody is telling you and he says speaking from god what he say you must tally with this book if what he says does not tally with this book throw it away it's rubbish and who Whoever says he's an anointed man of God, when he's saying anything, he must back it with the word of God. Listen, when you go to the law court, a lawyer doesn't just get up and say anything, you know, make any submission. The submission, what he says, must be in line with the laws of the land. So the judge only judges the issue and listens to him based on what the law says. The judge doesn't just make any kind of presumptuous judgments and what and subjective judgments. He must make it based on what the law says. And God judges and relates to us based on what he has given to us, his constitution. <laughs> So you must become a student of the word. You must read the word for yourself. Don't put your destiny in the hands of some man who claims that I, I, I see this and that. The fact that somebody sees something doesn't make you a man of God or a woman of God. Because there are, there are occultists who see many things. Amen. Somebody was telling me about how his father, her, her father could read her hands, and the man was doesn't go to church, doesn't want to, and tells her about her life and her future and everything. And it's truly, it's true because in the spirit world, they are evil forces and they are good forces. Are you getting me? And so, by the spirit, by familiar spirits, people are able to get to know things. If you like, go to the fetish today. The fetish will tell you when you were born. The fetish will tell you the kind of dress you are wearing. The fetish may tell you the name of your friends or whatever, but that doesn't mean it's coming from God. Because it's a spirit world. But if you are a Christian, you must be guided by the word of God. You miss a place to give God a hand yeah, of praise. Amen. Amen. And so God will speak to you through his prophets. That is why when I bring people here, I want people who will come and preach the word of God to you. And that's why every time that I stand here by the grace of God, I try to expound the word of God to you. Because the Bible says, I will give unto you pastors who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. In the New Testament, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 12, the Bible says that when he, uh, when he, he descended on high, he gave some to be what? Apostles and some, start from the rest of the to give you a better explanation. And he that descended is the same also that ascended far above all heavens, referring to Jesus, that he might feel all in all. And he gave some, someone said he gave some? He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. So what is the work of the pastors or this fivefold ministry for what? The perfecting of the saints so that the saints will do the work of the ministry and the edifying of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. 
verse, verse 13, that till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. So the ministry of the man of God is to make you become all, to become spiritually perfect unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the preaching that he's preaching is to make you into a Christ man and a Christ woman. <laughs> Amen. A Christ man and what? A Christ. So that when people look at it and say Christian, Christian, it means that you must act like Christ. Amen. You must act like Christ. Can I have an amen? Amen. So that is the role of the of, of the fivefold ministry. It's basically to teach the word of God. So as a man of God is preaching to you, he is God is speaking to you. So God speaks to you as you read the Bible. So every time that you are going to open read the Bible, just as the Holy Spirit, speak to me, Lord, speak to me. Show me what to do and what I ought not to do. Open my eyes. Is that right? Yeah. That that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. Out of these black and white pages, speak to me. Give me secondary illumination. So you read the word of God, not just for knowledge, but you must read the word of God for revelation and impartation. And even when you come to church, don't just try and say, see, sometimes when you say, I'm going to preach about tithe, I'm going to preach about this, I'm going to preach, oh, I know the story already. It is not just the information. The information, you know it. But pick the spirit of revelation and then impartation and that is what is going to change your life. So God speaks to us through his ordained servants. Or anointed servants. So as I'm speaking to you, God is speaking to you. Oh, your amen was weak. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 13, 17. And that's why you've got to obey them. That was the Bible says, obey them who have the rule over you. Obey wow, them who, that who have the rule over you and submit yourself. Why? For they watch for your souls. So every preaching I'm preaching is to minister to your souls. Amen. Okay. That they may give accounts. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable for you. Okay. Now, God... Apart from speaking to us through his written word and through the preaching of his servants, God also speaks to us by the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 8 verse 14, the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are, they are the sons of God. So the children of God are led by the Spirit of God. Now in the Old Testament days, I told you that God was not speaking to the individual because they had sinned against God. The Bible says in Isaiah 59 to your sin has brought about the separation. When somebody is angry with you, he doesn't talk to you. So when God was angry with us, he wasn't talking to us directly. Amen. Amen. And when somebody is angry with you and he wants to talk to you, he talks to you through somebody else. Go and tell him that. Go and tell her that. Is that not it? Uh-huh. But when the issue is resolved, the person comes to you directly. So when, when we are sinned against God, God was not talking to us directly, but God still wanted to make moves to talk to us, and so he had to bring certain people called prophets that he has set apart, that he only would tell them, go and tell these people that. And he only told them at certain times. Are you getting me? Yeah, but then, later on, when Jesus came, Jesus took away the barrier of sin. 
Whatever was making God angry, Jesus came and died on our behalf. And so the sin was taken away. And so once the sin was taken away, God doesn't need a betweener. If you love somebody and you need a betweener, and you are, you are using a betweener, now that the person has accepted it, you don't need a betweener. You talk to the person directly. Amen. <laughs> so this time, no, the prophet or the spirit of God only came upon them and they spoke. So if the spirit doesn't come upon them, they don't talk. But in the New Testament, the spirit of God now has come to stay in us. And when somebody stays somewhere, he speaks. So, where the Holy Spirit is, he speaks. Amen. Amen. And so, God will then is going, is going to speak to you. That's why first, first John chapter 2, verse 20 and 27, quickly look at it, and then we will work out some things. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. And uh, he said, but we have an unction from the Holy One, and we know all things. How do we know all things? Because he's speaking to us. Verse 27. 1 John 2, 27. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you did not need that anyone to teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you all things. So when you have the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit will teach you, them, and he will teach. How does a teacher teach? He, a teacher teaches by speaking. How do I know that John chapter 16 verse 13? John 16 13. Are you there? John 16 13. He said, How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not what, speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So the Holy Spirit speaks what the Father is saying. That's why, listen to me. When someone said the Holy Spirit is saying something, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak of himself, he says the word. He says what the Father is saying. Are you getting me? He says the word. The Holy Spirit says the word. So when anybody is speaking, and the speaking is not in, the, in, 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 in line with the word of God, then that is not the Holy Spirit. But we've established the fact that the Holy Spirit speaks. Amen. Amen. How does he speak? He speaks to the three departments of our being. Every human being is tripartite in nature. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, man is a spirit, he possesses a soul and dwells in a body. So as you are sitting there, you are not just only physical, but you are spiritual and then you have a soul. Your spirit gives you, your spirit connect you to God, it gives you the God consciousness. Your soul gives you the self-consciousness to become aware of where you are. And your body gives you world consciousness to be able to have physical touches. Now the Bible says God is a spirit. So if he's going to speak to you, then he's going to speak to you based on his spirits. Because you are three dimensional, when God is speaking to you, God can speak to all the three areas. 
Now God speaks to you. Number one, he speaks to your, your spirit through what is known as the inward witness. Why? Because he stays inside of your spirit. The Bible says that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So he stays inside of your spirit. And wherever anybody stays, he speaks there. According to Romans chapter 8 verse 16. Brenda, you didn't write to Romans 8 16. He says that the spirit himself, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. How does a person, how does a person bear witness? You bear witness by saying what you have seen and known. So it means that the Holy Spirit inside of you speaks. He bears witness with what? Our minds. He says the Holy Spirit bears witness with our toes. With our ears, no. he bears witness with what? Our spirit. That means that he speaks to your spirit. How does he speak to your spirit? He speaks to your spirit by what is known as an inward witness, by making you perceive when he speaks. I mean, if, if somebody speaks, you know that he has spoken. Is that right? So, so he makes you know you have an inner knowing. What are the characteristics of the Holy Spirit when he speaks to your inner inward, inward, inward man? He's you you know that you know number one there's a calm assurance so we say a calm assurance number two when the holy spirit is speaking to you also there is it is repetitive someone say repetitive when the holy spirit is speaking to your spirit the thing is repetitive you see when you are you want to get somebody's attention you don't say the thing once you keep saying it is that not it Amen. so when the the lord is speaking to you when the Holy Spirit is speaking to your spirit, he speaks what? Repetitively. Repetitively. Is how do I know? Galatians chapter 4 verse 6. It says that, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart. Your heart, your heart is your spirit. So God, because you are children of God, God has sent his spirit, capital S, that's the Holy Spirit. Capital S. Because you are sons, God has sent the, the spirit of his son into your hearts. Into your hearts. Into your spirits. Crying, Abba, Father. So God's Holy Spirit is inside of your spirit. Crying. And the crying is what? A long sustained impression that is made. When somebody is crying, that is say, Hey! To make an impression, I am hungry. I want breast smoke. I want, um, I, I, I want, I, I want rice. I want whatever. Is that not it? Yes. Good. So when the Holy Spirit speaks, that's why I say it is what repetitive. Someone says repetitive. Repetitive. Yes. I'm sure you listen. I, I, I'm sure you how you can know the voice of God for yourself. Amen. So nobody will bamboozle you and say, hey, every time I want to know something, I have to go and look for some prophet to come and be speaking to me and go. The Lord actually has been speaking to you all the time. The only thing is that you do not know that this God is speaking to you. You have not developed it. So that's what I'm teaching you. So open up your spirit, man, and receive that word. Amen. Amen. So the inward witness, number one, is what? That's what? Calmness, assurance, is that right? It's by what? A perception. It's a perception. You perceive it. Is that right? Number two, it is what? 
repetitive. And I'll give you what? The scripture. And number three, it is character. The third characteristic of the inward witness is that there is peace. Somebody say peace. Peace is the umpire of the soul. So when you are taking any decision and you have peace, it means that that's it. You see, when you are driving, there's a, and you got a traffic light, that's what? Green and red. Red means what? Stop. Stop. Don't go. Green means what? Go. So when it comes to inward witness, there are not much details. It is either go or stop. stop. Is that right? So when it is go, that means there will be peace. Inward peace. Peace inside of your heart. So when you are taking any journey, you are going to get into any car, you are going to uh, uh, travel somewhere, you are going to do anything, you want to marry a lady, you want to marry a man, oh, the man is six foot five. Oh, Lord, my God. I like his baseball. Say, hello, baby. Swinging like a single pendulum from the left to the right. Hey, Amen. That thing is not about the height. It's not about the size of the chest. It is about, you see, it's about the voice of God. And say, this is the Mr. Right. And so if you don't have peace your heart, then who you are going in for is not Mr. Right and it's not Madam Right. Yeah. And that business may look very nice. It's not a good business. You may get a visa to say, oh, I've got a visa, so I'm going to go to America. There's no, there's no guarantee that you'll be successful in America. There are beggars in America. There are beggars in Netherlands. One time I saw in Netherlands, and here was this guy, you know, Netherlands man, and he was sleeping under some shafts there. He's homeless. Amen. He's homeless. Now, I'll broach It's not an easy thing at all. Are you getting me? At least Ghana, when your friend is eating and you go and uh, you do takashi, hello, chale, and then you put your hand inside the banku, one or two balls, about the banku, banku, about the katia, and katia, now you are going. Over there, when you go and say, I'm coming to visit you, the person will say, come at this time. And when you visit and then you are not part of the meal, they'll give you tea. You will be very fast. <laughs> you are not part of the thing. Hallelujah. Amen. So the point I'm making is that just follow the voice of God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Is somebody here with me? Yes. So three characteristics of when God is speaking to a spirit man is by what? Number one. Calm assurance. Is that right? Yeah. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a voices of glory divine. There of salvation. Purchase of God. One of his spirit. Worship his love. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All that I love. This is my story. This is my song. I'm praising my Savior. All that I Come assurance. Number two. Repetitive. Number three. Peace. That, and you can find that in Colossians chapter 4 verse 6. He said, let the peace of God rule in your heart. The peace of God must rule, must become your ruler. Sometimes I want to go and make an investment. Hey, and everything sounds like, hey, Charlie, it's a, it sounds nice. But the Holy Spirit will give you a nudge. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Eh, peace of God. So I say, peace of God. I told you of times when I was going to take a, a, a vehicle somewhere and the Lord says that, get out of that car. And as I got out of the car, the next moment here, the car that I was supposed, I was sitting in that, I moved out, had an accident. 
Is that right? Yes. Sometimes the Lord will just tell you, just hold on a little, just hold on a little. And it's as if you're in a hurry, you're in a hurry. And as you held on, the Lord was delivering you from something. Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. He said, Let the peace. Is it six or sixteen? Let the peace of God rule your hearts. Is it four or three? Or three? Look at three, six. Let me see. Sometimes when you are writing your notes, three what? Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, three fifteen. I've got it here. I, I read the wrong scripture. Let the what? The peace of God rule in your heart. So the Holy Spirit speaks what? Peace in your heart. Let the peace of God. So peace is the umpire. And what does the umpire do? The umpire is what? He rules a game. He governs a game. He blows a whistle. Pippi, go. Stop. Is that not it? So the peace of God must rule in your heart. So if there's no peace about something, it means that it's a no-go area. You follow that? Praise God. Okay, number two, the Holy Spirit does not only speak to our spirit, but he speaks to our minds. And he speaks to our minds through thoughts. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 26. Yeah, it says that so the Holy Spirit speaks as a voice in your mind. How does he do that? By thoughts. By bringing about what? Thoughts. He says that by the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I have said. He brings to, So it's actually the Holy Spirit who helps us to even remember scriptures. Hello? And then in your time of difficulty, Deacon, in your time of difficulty, the Holy Spirit now will bring a certain scripture to be able to use to pray, to bring a certain scripture, to be able to confess. So if you don't have scripture in your heart, then there's nothing to, to take against the enemy. Is that right? When flood is coming, and you don't have the necessary blocks and the necessary uh, sandbags to act as an embankment, the flood will come against you. But we say, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise a standard. What is a standard? The standard is the blockade. And the Holy Spirit is going to make use of the word of God inside of you to act as a blockade. Amen. So when the devil tells you I'm not going to marry, say, hey, no, 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 no. The Bible said God will put the solitary into family. So I'm going to put in a, in a family. So and when the devil tells you your children are going, they're not going to be nice at all. Your children, oh, they are going to be some baller, baller children. He said, my children are not going to be baller children. Because according to the scripture, the Bible says in Isaiah 54, 13, that my children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. Put the scripture over there. Great shall be their peace. So these are the scriptures that you are quoting over your children. All your children shall be taught, shall be taught by the Lord. Your children shall not be taught by mar marijuana and by gay people, by homosexuals' mm. behavior, but mm. they shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be their peace. And the Bible says that your sons shall be as plants grown up in their youth, and your daughters shall be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of palaces. Amen. Amen. So you are quoting the scripture. You are speaking it over your children. You are speaking over your children. Psalm 113, 
Verse 7 to 9, the devil tells you that you are not going to prosper. He said, hey, come on, shut up, shut up. He said, the Bible said, God raises the poor out of the dust. I'm coming out of the dust. He lifts the needy out of the dunghill. I'm coming out of the dunghill that he may set him with the princes. I'm walking on the corridors of power. I'm walking in high places. I'm walking in high places. I'm walking among the important people. That he grants a barrel man a home. Hey, the enemy tells you you are not going to marry. Say, hey, Bible says that God grants a barrel man a home and makes him a joyful mother of children. And so I'm going to become a joyful mother of children. They will call me sweet mama, sweet mama, sweet mama. And I believe in these scriptures and I started speaking them. And many years ago, when I didn't seem to have anything, I told myself I'm going to marry a beautiful wife and God is going to bless me and I'm going to have my car and I will decorate the back of my car with my children. I used to speak that. I used to believe that. Even though I was walking, I was like a baby. I didn't have any money but yet i will speak and the bible said that judge shall what be saved by his faith and i can guess speaking the word of god it was a word of god and god started bringing that to come to pass and one day after a couple of years when you plant a seed the rest is up to god and after many many years i don't know what happened i found myself married and i'm driving on this time road towards come to three and then I had the, my kids were at the back of my car and were shouting, Daddy, Daddy. Then I remember the Holy Spirit gave me remembrance. The Holy Spirit brings those things to your thoughts. What you said many years ago, that is what has come to That's why you don't say bad things about yourself. That's why you don't say bad things about your children. No matter how you are today, they are going to change. Tomorrow, their tomorrow is going to be better. Your tomorrow is going to be better. I said, you didn't hear me. Yes. Listen to me. When you see our children today, it's not because they are whatever. It is because of words that have been spoken over them. Prophesied 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 over them. And what you speak will come to pass. He said, Daddy. When he said, Daddy, 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 Daddy. How does the Holy Spirit speak? To your mind. As, as you even study, the Holy Spirit will draw things in your inner resources. The examination time, then you remember how all of a sudden the ideas will come. He speaks to you by thoughts, the thoughts will come. There are times that you, 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 you have hidden some documents somewhere. You are looking for the documents, you don't know where the documents are. I remember somewhere last week or last week, I was looking for some documents. And then mama said, said, we need this document, this, this, this. And I forgot it. I didn't know where the documents were. And then he showed, she went to one or two places. And I was saying, those places, they are not there. With my natural mind, I said, they were not there. Then I decided to relax. Now, when you want to get into the, to get to know the mind of God, you've got to relax and push away whatever is going on in your surrounding so that you can connect to the spirit of God. So when I connected the spirit of God, all of a sudden, spirit of remembrance. He said, go to this particular drawer, pull this drawer. And as I pulled, earlier on, I'd gone to the same place, and had a cursory look at it, never saw anything. But when the Holy Spirit prompted me and he said, go to this particular draft, I pulled it and lo and behold, the document was there. The Holy Spirit will bring all things to your remembrance by what? Thoughts. 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 So, the Lord speaks things to you through what? Thoughts. And so, sometimes you will meet somebody, when you, can, you can meet a bad person who wants to give you bad business. And a thought will come. No, this is going to be a bad business. Even though the person is very eloquent, very sweet, sweet tongue. There are people who can be sweet tongue. They will turn your neck 180 degrees. But be careful. No, 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 no. Let the Holy Spirit also speak to your 
in a, your, 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 your mind through your mind by what? Remembrance. Thoughts. You bring some thoughts. And through those thoughts, creation, we have, a, a lot of inventions have taken place. Is that right? After Jesus Christ came, then the Holy Spirit was manifested in our lives. And since then, we've had electricity. Well, Michael Faraday, um, the guy who came out with the light bulb, what's the name? Eh? Thomas Edison. Manufacturing. And so all the inventions and co major inventions that we have seen, major civilization, came after Christ. Amen. In him was life, and the life was the light. The word light, light there is development. So in Christ, there's what? Development. So you cannot be a Christian and not have development in your life. As a matter of fact, when you become a Christian, you, look, you become more handsome. You become more beautiful. You become more intelligent. I say become more intelligent. You cannot be a Christian and be failing your exams. Eh? You must study. And when you study, the Holy Spirit will bring things to your remembrance. I see your children becoming outstanding. I see your children becoming great. I see your children becoming powerful. And I see yourself progressing from grace to grace and strength to strength and favor to favor. That shall be your portion in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a hand of praise. The Holy Spirit also now speaks to your body. Hello? Yeah. So he speaks to your inner man through the inward witness. He speaks to your, your soul through the through thoughts in your mind because your mind is a doorway to your soul. Your soul consists of your will, your emotions, and your intellect. Whatever you find, your, your feelings is based on what comes into your mind. Is that right? Yeah. Your intellect is based on what comes into your mind. Is that right? So the mind is the doorway of the soul. So you must guide what comes into your mind. That's why you don't listen to everything because whatever you keep listening to will have an influence on you. What you listen to will determine your next step. I said, What you listen to will determine. Listen, if you are there and you say, Ah, your lady said, Well, you know, you are married, but you say, Well, I think these days the men that have come, they don't, they don't give much. And so you can go to a former boyfriend. You can go, I've seen that. I mean, some of the, and I have been going to my former boyfriend though. That thought can also lead you to a former boyfriend. It's a bad thought. So you do not listen to bad advice. Amen? Amen. You don't listen. In fact, there are times that when somebody is saying something and you know that what is coming is not good, put your hand in your ear and say, I refuse to listen to this because you see, it is a seed. And so, so long as a seed is planted, it's going to bear fruit. The only way a seed is stopped from bearing fruit is it must be uprooted or you must apply fire to it. When you apply fire to the ground, it will burn the thing right from its source. And that's the fire of the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? Amen. So the Holy Spirit speaks to your, thirdly, your mind, your body. Someone say your body. Your body. He speaks to your body by, through physical manifestations. Someone say physical manifestations. And one of the ways he does that by speaking audibly unto you. Acts chapter 9, verse 3 to 5. Here you see that when Paul was on his way to Damascus, the Bible says that suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. From heaven. Is that right? From heaven. And then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting him? That was a spiritual voice. Is that right? Yes. 
That's a spiritual encounter. So here, the reason why Paul had this encounter, it's not everybody that you are going to be saved by this kind of experience. Paul was a very hardened person. He was fighting the believers, whatever. God needed to get his attention. And so for God to get his attention, God had to let something spectacular happen. So if, if you are close to God, God may not necessarily speak to you through any spectacular way. So when maybe a man of God has come in and he's mentioned people's names and your name has not been mentioned, it doesn't mean as for you, you are not whatever. You are not important. It's just because of the fact that God doesn't need to speak to you that way. God chooses to speak to people based on how he can get their attention. Maybe as for you, God can easily get your attention by a wink. Amen? My auntie used to speak to me by a wink. When she said, don't eat, a wink. When she says eat, smile. Smile means go ahead. A wink means don't. And when she winks and I go, then the ginger and the pepper will work in front of me and behind me. So when the Holy Spirit also winks, you must know how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. When he winks and you go the opposite way, you smell bubbly bubble. The pepper. I hope you are getting me. So it's very important. So the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit oftentimes will only speak. The primary way by means of that the Holy Spirit speaks to you is to your inner man. To have a, a certain perception. It is when he is not getting your attention. Now he can go to your thoughts. And when he is not getting your thoughts through. Then he will now speak to you physically. By a certain physical manifestation. That's why in the case of Samuel. In First Samuel chapter 3. The Bible says that the guy was there. And lying now. And then he heard a voice. And was saying Samuel. Samuel. And he thought it was Eli who was calling him. So sometimes the voice of God sounds like the voice of men. <laughs> Are you getting me? God was talking to him. But the guy lacked experience. Listen to me. He lacked what? Experience. And so he had a voice again. Listen. He had a voice what? Again. And then he went to Eli. And when he went to Eli, Eli said, Oh, no, no, no. Go and lie down. I have not called you. And he had a voice again. The third time. Which means that when God is speaking to you, he doesn't speak to you once. He speaks to you repetitively. He will speak to you repetitively. In the Acts chapter 19, he says, Saul, Saul. He didn't call his name once. Saul. He said, Saul, Saul. Why do you persecute me? He said, who are you? He said, I am the Lord. There was a communication. There was a repetitive communication to ascertain the God who was talking to him. So when God is speaking to you, he doesn't give you just a nudge once. When he's not getting your attention, he keeps doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, till he gets your attention. Now, there are other ways by which God speaks to us. So, God will speak to you through what is known as a silent voices. Some say silent voices. The silent voices are through the word of God. Is that right? So, as you read the Bible and all those things, that's a silent voice that will be speaking to you. Now, one of the ways which God speaks to us is also uh, through dreams and visions. So I say dreams and visions. And that is what we are coming to discuss today. Hallelujah. Have you, have you, have you understood what I'm teaching so far? Yes. Amen. So I say dreams and visions. Dreams and visions. Oh, may the Lord speak to you through dreams and visions. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said may the Lord speak to you through dreams and visions. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, dreams and visions, uh, now a dream and a vision are are, are basically about the same thing. A dream, a vision happens whilst you are awake, whilst a dream happens when you are asleep. 
Please, it's very important for you to. What I'm teaching is so important to so try and get it well. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, a dream happens to you when you are asleep, whilst a vision happens to you when you are awake. So when you are awake and you are, you are seeing some things, it's not a dream. Is that right? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a vision. When you are not asleep. And there are times that you will be awake and, and you will see something. God will open your eyes and say, that's a vision. But when you are asleep, God also speaks to you. So through, when you, whether you are asleep or you are awake, God will still, can still speak to you. Now what's the similarity? Both visions and dreams are similar in the sense that they all represent pictures or experience that we have in the spirit or in the mind. And even though dreams and visions may happen in the mind, they have spiritual significance. Now, now let me give you a definition of a dream. A dream is defined as a state of the mind in which images, thoughts, and impressions pass through the mind of a person who is sleeping. Let me say it again. It's, it's a state of the mind. So dreams is occurring. The dream doesn't occur in your spirit. The dream occurs where? In your mind. And I told you that the mind gives you what? Self-consciousness. So, God is now operating, speaking to you through the area of your soul. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, a dream is defined as a state of the mind which images, someone say images, and then thoughts and impressions pass through the mind of a person who is sleeping. In the Bible times, dreams usually uh, they convey messages from God. And the Bible times, especially to kings and to priests. In Numbers chapter 12, verse 6. In Numbers 12, 6, the Bible says, And he said, Numbers 12, 6, And he said, Read it with me, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. So you see that the Old Testament there, God will speak to you. are speaking to the people what? Either through a prophet in a vision or in a dream. So sometimes the prophet will say, that's here the Lord. How do you get to know that that's here the Lord? Those days, because they were not born again, they were not receiving things inside of their spirit man. And so God had to use the area of their soul. So he speaks to them in visions and in dreams. So oftentimes an unbeliever, God doesn't speak to the unbeliever in through the inward witness because the, the their spirit man is not born again. Their spirit is dead unto God. But because they have a soul, God will speak to them through the area of the soul. That's how come God spoke to Pharaoh in the area of the soul. And that's how come God spoke to Joseph in the Old Testament in the area of the soul because they were not born again. Their spirits were not born again, but through their souls, God could minister to them through visions and through dreams. So it means that God is going to speak to you. May God speak to you through visions and through dreams. And that's why you don't have to take your dreams and visions 
lightly. But when you dream, most of the time, dreams are symbolic in nature. And so do not take the dreams, do not interpret it just but on face value and say, I dreamt and so this, it means this. I dreamt and so it means that. You know, some people have come out. When you dream about this, it means that. When you dream about, no, no. It only takes the spirit of God. When Joseph was told about the dream, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Pharaoh told Joseph the dream. He said, it's up to God to give the interpretation. So dreams, the interpretation of dreams are not automatic. They come from God. People, one people, somebody can dream about the same thing. So, somebody, people can dream about a snake. But the interpretation of it may be different. The fact that somebody dreamt about a snake doesn't mean it is something evil. Are you getting me? Yeah. What was the state of the person during the dream? Was the snake attacking? Were you fearful? Are you, are you getting me? What was the condition in the dream? Two things. Yes, it could be that God is wanting that there's something evil. And so you need to be able to weigh the thing very well. And we're going to talk about, you know, metaphorical dreams and all those things. And then there, sometimes God is also telling you that be wise as what? Serpents. Amen. Amen. So the fact that you saw a snake, say, hey, I'm before, If the thing was chasing you and you were fearful and cold, then it means that it is something negative. But it was, if it was not fearful and it was lying down cool and all those things, then that's no, no problem. Sometimes you have a dream and then maybe you are just going over a bridge and then you saw that bridge breaks. Or you saw a bridge, you are making a, a trip and then you saw that as, where you are going to, the bridge has got broken. The, the fact that the bridge got broken, it doesn't mean that's in it. Maybe, it. maybe two things, yes, it's possible that then it means that your connection to the place, maybe a certain breakthrough, Connection is being destroyed. Some maybe also you are going on a certain pathway and say that God said, Do not go on that pathway. Amen. Amen. So God speaks to us through dreams. In Jacob's dream, in Genesis chapter 31, verse 10 to 13, God wanted to prosper Jacob. Please, listen, listen. God can give you business ideas through dreams. May you receive business ideas. May you receive marital ideas. May you receive ideas for progress through dreams in Jesus' name. Laban had cheated him a number of times and God said, hey, you've been cheated enough. Your story is about to change. And how did he do it? Bible says it happened at that time when the flesh conceived that I lifted my eyes and saw in a dream. So he said in a dream. And behold, the rams which leaped upon the flocks were streaked, speckled, and gray spotted. And then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream. In Old Testament, this anytime you see the angel of God is God Himself. It's a typology. That's why you see that the angel there is not small a as as a, a messenger of God, but what? God himself. himself. And usually we say an, an angel is what? A messenger. So it means that God was bringing a message. The angel of God. Are you getting me? 
angel of God, angel of God. Like in a church, in a, in a church, the pastor is the angel of God. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, the, the pastor is the angel of God. It's, it's, that's figuratively. That means that he's God's mouthpiece. That speaks to them. So the angel of God spoke to me in a dream. dream. Have you seen in a dream again? Yeah? Yes. He spoke to him where? In a dream. Because that guy was not born again. His spirit man was not born again. His spirit man was not regenerated. And God needed to get his attention. And so God had to speak to him in a dream in the area of the soul, the mind. And say, Jacob. And he said, here am I. Verse number 12. He lifted his eyes now. He said, lift your eyes now. So he's receiving what? Instruction in a dream. And he said, all the rams which leap on the flocks are streaked, speckled and spotted. For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. Oh, verse 30. I'm the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me. Now arise, get out of this land and return to the land of your family. So you see, the guy was there. He was laboring and God through a dream spoke to him and said that, go back. So through a dream, God can give you certain kinds of instructions for your progress. Can I have an amen? Amen. In Job chapter 33, verse 14 to 15, we also see how Elihu stated clearly his belief that God speaks through dreams. You know, for God, let's read it together. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not what? Perceive it. Sometimes God is speaking to us and we are not getting it. We are not what? Perceiving, we are not getting our spirit, man. Then he said that, read it with me. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon me. So, as a matter of fact, a, 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 a dream is also known as a, a vision of the night. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep, he didn't say in a dream and in a vision. In a dream, comma, in a vision of the night, trying to explain what a dream is. This is known as sandwich construction in English language. In a dream, comma, in a vision of the night, comma, so you could have read in a dream when deep sleep falls upon man. So in a vision of the night, is trying to give an emphasis, trying to explain what it is. Amen. Amen. Okay. Come on, no, 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 go back to the 15. When deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their bed, so whilst people are sleeping, what happens? Verse 16, he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. So when you are asleep, God still comes with an instruction to you to speak to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So God is amazing. When God wants to get your attention, he'll get your attention all the time. You know, sometimes when one, one, one wants to get your attention, he say, I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Don't talk to me. After God, he said, whether you are asleep or not, he can get your attention. If you are asleep, physically he will speak to you. If you are not asleep, if you are asleep, he will visit you in dreams. May God visit you in whichever way that he desires. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I see your life being turned around. I see God favoring you. I see God making a way for you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Penguin Dictionary defines a dream as a series of thoughts, images or emotions that occur in sleep. So a dream is a series of thoughts. It's a type of you are not writing. My year research in a midi upon no mawo and I want you on a one churro. A dream is a, known as a series of thoughts, 
Comma, images or emotions that occur in the sleep. Amen. Amen. Okay. So you realize that in a dream, God wants Abimelech, king of Jira, and told him not to touch Sarah because she was Abraham's wife. Abimelech wanted to sleep with, 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 with uh, uh, Sarah. Sarah. But through a dream, God said, don't touch. So sometimes through a dream, God will say that, Charlie, the girl you are going for, or the man you are going for, or that business, it's not a good thing. Through a dream, God is going to speak to you. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And uh, we are going to be looking at uh, two notable people in the Old Testament that God spoke through dreams. That is Joseph and then Daniel. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, but before we do that, I want you to know that when the Holy Spirit comes upon a person, the Holy Spirit actually is a generator of dreams. The Holy Spirit brings dreams into our lives. So, when you have a dream, you must know that the Holy Spirit is, must be ministering through you. He said, Pastor, how do you know that? Acts chapter 2 verse 17. It shall come to pass in the last days, says the Lord, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. May you prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. And you see, young men are always active. Is that right? Yes. And because they're always active, God shows them visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. All that people, what happens, they get tired, so they sleep. But when they are sleeping, God still shows them things. And in fact, sometimes sleep is good. Because sometimes we are there. And just through the sleep, or you'll be sitting there, and through the sleep, God will show you something. Amen. Amen. Many years ago, I was, when I was in school in Malaysia, and then I was sitting in a class, and I am usually very attentive in class. But for a strange reason, I found myself just become a bit drowsy and sleepy. And then I doze off, I don't know for how long, but just within a certain window, I, I doze off. And when I doze off, I saw in a vision, I saw in the school a very huge man, huge Chinese man, huge. The guy was massive and very, almost like a three-story building. Very, very huge. And then, and, uh, then later, I, my, my eyes got open. Then the Lord just indicated to me that this is the angel of the church. It's a huge I mean, it's an angel. Now, angels are like, you know, human beings. Is that right? It's an angel of the church, a huge personality. So, and truly, too, when I went and spoke to the, the principal, he said, what you saw, it was a vision and indicating the angel of the house. It's an angel of the house. So, you realize that God actually gives angels. The other day, when Bishop Dad came here, he said that God has changed my angels and give me bigger and wilder angels. Amen. Bigger angels. Yeah, Amen. angels. And it, it, it just comes by spiritual angels, angels. So through, through a dream, I saw. So through dreams, God will show you things. May God show you things. Through dreams. Amen. Amen. Let me quickly give you uh, four ways by which God spoke to 
um, Joseph, the Joseph, the wife of Mary, or the foster father of, of Jesus in yes, a dream. Ne papa, Ifredi, Joseph, Yanche, Okay. Now, four times, four ways God directed him. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. Oh, my time is up. My time is up. So, uh, we'll continue next time. Amen? Amen. Yeah. But the Lord directs us through dreams. Some say dreams. Uh, Don't miss it. By the grace of God, next week we're going to continue on how the Lord directs us through dreams and through visions. It's a, it's a, it's a very powerful way amen. by means of which you shall be directed. Can I have an amen? amen? But ladies and gentlemen, God directs us through number one, number one, by what? His word, written amen. word. That's a primary way. So, in fact, all these areas of God's guidance is hinged on the word of God. Every form of guidance at the end of the day must all be based on the word of God. Whether an audible voice, whether through a vision, dream, whatever, its interpretation must be based on the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, through the written word of God, God directs us, number two, through, through what? His anointed servants, he speaks to us. So anytime a, a preacher is speaking to you in an anointed, an anointed servant is preaching to you, his God is speaking to you. Then God also speaks to you through to your three departments. That your spirit, soul, and body. To your spirit, through the inward witness. And it is characterized by number one, a calm assurance. Is that right? And number two, it's repetitive. And then number three, it is what? Peace. Then the Lord speaks to your soul. And your mind is a doorway to your soul. And so he speaks to your mind by what? Remembrance. Through what? Thoughts. So he will bring certain thoughts to you. Amen. Amen. There are times even when you are going to some place, he can show you the kind of right dressing you must dress. Amen. 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 Don't just step out. Just pray. Say, you see, God is interested in every area of your life. This program that I'm going, what should I wear? Sometimes there's something you wear will open the door for you. Amen. I'm telling you, something you wear, somebody say, I like the way, I like this and this and that. There have been people who have gone for interviews. And as they go and say, someone say, oh, I just like this and like, like that. The interview is put aside and they start talking about your dress. Ooh. And then they give you a job. Or you get, if it's a visa or whatever. So you're, you're, you need to be able to follow the Holy Spirit as to, you know, what does he want you to do? Can I have an amen? amen. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. Maybe even if it's a certain preaching, you preach the same message. Ask, how do I preach it, Holy Spirit? How do I start it? How do I introduce it? Amen. amen. This thing that I'm preaching, yes, I've, I've read some materials here and there and go, but the way the Holy Ghost led me to start it from the, from the Old Testament and all those things, it's never been written anywhere. I've never read anywhere, but I have to follow the mind of the Holy Spirit to bring you an understanding. 
how the creation of man and how man sinned and then was disconnected from God and so God had to speak to us through prophets first and then when Jesus came, you know, most people will just start from, oh, the Holy Spirit you know, uh, by inward witness and by whatever, but the Holy Spirit led me to come and teach you in this way for a better understanding. So it's important that you connect to the voice of God, then you know how to respond to every situation. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit will speak to you through to your body through some physical ways. Is that right? Yeah, that's why a bright light shone on him. And then he had an audible voice. Is that right? And he even became blinded. And then, fourthly, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through dreams and visions. And he speaks to you in a vision when you are awake and through dreams when you are asleep. So whether you are asleep or you are awake, the Holy Spirit speaks to you. So the Holy Spirit has no barrier. That is why when your husband is not listening to you, the Holy Spirit can still get his attention. He's speaking to you daytime, he's not listening. The man is saying, I won't listen to you. He's sleeping in the night. The Holy Spirit will still speak. May the Holy Spirit lead us Amen. and direct us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We have begun a new month. And you want to pray and say, Lord, direct me by your Holy Spirit. Speak to me this month. Order my steps. Have your way in my life. Take my life and let, let it be.
hand and say, Lord, Lord, we've begun a new month. We've begun a new month. Leave me every step the way. Leave me every step the way. Get my attention. Get my attention. By speaking to me. By speaking to me. Direct my path. Direct my path. Put your hand into my hands. Put your hand into my hand. Lead me. Lead me. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my life. Bring helpers into my life. Bring helpers into my life. Every man I need. Every man I need. Every woman I need. Every woman I need. Let them come into my life. Let them come into my life. In Mark chapter 2. In Mark chapter 2. The man that was paralyzed on the bed. The man that was paralyzed on the bed. He gave him four friends. He gave him four friends. Who carried him to Jesus. Who carried him to Jesus. And he was raised up. And he was raised up. Lord. Lord. Bring me my four friends. Bring me my four friends. People will be dedicated to me. People will be dedicated to me. To help me to my destiny. To help me to my destiny. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord. Lord. Bring me golden links. Bring me golden links. Those assigned to me. Those assigned to me. Let them come my way. Let them come my way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Acts chapter 3. In Acts chapter 3. The man. The man. Who was lame. Who was lame. In front of the temple. In front of the temple. Called beautiful called beautiful his situation was not beautiful his situation was not beautiful but when peter but when peter and john met him and john met him they raised him up they raised him up and he was able to walk again and he was able to walk again bring into my life bring into my life my peter and my john my peter and my john may my peter hold my hand may my peter hold my hand bring somebody bring somebody to hold my hand to hold my hand and to lift me up and to lift me up where i am from where i am to where I want to, to be. to be in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Let's strength. Let's strength. Come into my spiritual into feet. My spiritual into feet. my ankle bones. Let there be a change. Let there be a change in my life. In my life. One more time. One more time. May I be able to walk. May I be able to walk. May my business rise up. May my business rise up. May my marriage rise up. May my marriage rise up. May my family rise up. May my family rise up. May my Christian life rise up. May it live. May it live. May I praise God. May I praise God. Good places. Good places. That people go to. That people go to. That I cannot go. That I cannot go. From today. From today. Let the door be open. Let the door be open. That situation turn around. That situation turn around. May I gather. May I gather. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. This man. This man. Let there be. Let there be. You begin it. You begin it. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Oh, 
Chapter 52, verse 31 to 34. Hey, we're going to read it and we're going to use it. Now it came to pass in the 37th year of the captivity of Joachim, king of Judah. In the 37th year of the captivity of Joachim, king of Judah, the king of Judah had been captured for 37 years. On the 12th, on the 25th day of the month, that evil Merodach, the man's king of Babylon, the man's name was preceded by evil. Evil Merodach, anybody with an evil personality against you, Jesus. may the Lord deliver you from it. This evil Merodach, in the first year of his reign, lifted up the head of Joachim, king of Judah. And brought him out of prison. May your head be lifted up. Yes, Lord. Amen. The guy was quite evil, Merodach, but God used him to do good. Amen. Number two, he spoke kindly to him. May you be kindly spoken to. Amen. Number three, he gave him a more prominency than those of the kings who are with him in Babylon. Mm. May you receive a prominency. Amen. I told you that, listen, anything you become in life, somebody has to help you. May God bring that person into your life. Amen. So Jehoiakim changed from his prison garments and he ate bread. You are changing from every prison garment. Amen. And ate bread regularly before the king all the days of his life. Amen. You eat, you eat regularly. Amen. It will, well with you. it will be well with you all the time. Amen. And Amen. as for his provision, there was a regular ration given him Jesus. by the king of Babylon, a portion for each day 
until the day of his death. It means that you will never suffer. Yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, your amen was great. Amen. It means that you will never lack food. Jesus, man. You will never lack raiment. Amen. You will never lack a house. Amen. You will never lack good accommodation. Amen. You will never lack good education. Amen. You will never lack any good things. Receive it in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to make that pronouncement on you. But this scripture I'm giving to you, use it to pray. Why did this happen to Joachim? Because he was restored. He was returned. He returned. So he said returned. Returned. Yeah. He was somewhere and they took him. And he was returned into his honor. May you return into your honor. Jesus name. Amen. May you recover all that was taken from oh, you. Oh, yes, Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. In First Samuel 30, verse, verse 5 to 8, the Bible says that David and his team, they came, and, they came and took their wives and their children away, and they wept and wept. And after they finished weeping, David said, Lord, should I pursue? Will I, should I overtake them? And will I recover? And the Lord said, pursue. Someone say pursue. Pursue. The Lord told him, verse 8 and 9, he told him, pursue. Maybe you are distressed. You have wept enough. But now it's time to pursue. Oh, yes. Jesus. This man you will pursue. Amen. This man you overtake. Amen. And this man you will recover. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. That's the reason why from next week, we are having fasting and prayer. Jesus. By our fasting and prayer, we are changing things. Amen. Two weeks of fasting and prayer. Amen. We are pursuing the enemy. Amen. We are taking what is ours. Oh, yes. You didn't hear I said we are taking what Amen. is ours. We are pursuing. Amen. When somebody comes to steal your thing, you don't sit down. You run after the person and you grab him, you pursue him. Is that right? And then you overtake him. And then you take what is yours. Jesus. You pursue, Amen. you overtake, Amen. and you recover Amen. all. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Any evil marauder, anybody who put you in prison, today your head is being lifted up again. Jesus name. You are coming out of the prison. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. You'll be given a good ration. Amen. It shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus. You will eat of the good of the land. Oh, yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever the enemy took, the conqueror and the caterpillar destroyed, it shall be restored. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Can you lift your hands? Father, in the name of Jesus, we have prayed. We pray in Jesus' name for your mighty hand. That this month, the eighth month of the year, this is the fourth day. Number four means perfection. It means stability. Whatever good thing that is unstable in the lives of your people, make Jesus. it stable. Amen. Make their home stable. Oh, yes. Amen. Their business is stable. Amen. Their marriage is stable. Amen. Their children is stable. Amen. Their Christian life is stable. Amen. Their education is stable. Amen. I decree and declare stability. Jesus. In the name of the Lord in the Jesus. Name of Jesus. I pray that as the head of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, was lifted up and brought out of prison. Anybody in any form of prison, Jesus. today may they come out. In the mighty name of Financial Jesus. prison. Jesus. Sickness prison. Jesus. Confusion prison. Jesus. Come out! Amen. Come out! Amen. 
Joachim was given a prominent seat. Today receive a prominent seat. Receive an important seat. May you sit with kings. Sit in high places. Like Daniel, may you be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. Every prison garment, may you change it. May you eat bread regularly before kings. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. May you walk within the corridors Amen. of power. May your provisions always be released unto yes, you. Yes, Lord. Amen. So your day of death, Jesus. may you never lack any good thing. May you never borrow from oh, anybody. Yes, Lord. Amen. May you never beg your enemy from anything. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. May your story change Amen. for good and for glory. Amen. Whoever took what is yours. Jesus. Today we pursue. Oh, yes, Lord. We overtake them. In the name of Jesus. We recover all. Yes, Lord. We declare a retaining. Amen. May your children retain. Amen. May your joy retain. Amen. May your health retain. Amen. May your peace retain. Amen. May your business retain. Amen. May your husband retain. Amen. May your wife retain. Jesus, the love of your husband oh, retain. Yes, love of your wife retain. Jesus. The love of your partner Amen. retain. May you retain. Amen. May the good thing in your life retain. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I decree restoration for oh, you. Yes, Lord. Whatever Amen. the enemy took away. Jesus. The conqueror and the caterpillar destroyed. I decree refund. Amen. Repayment. Amen. Reimbursement. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Restitution. 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 Restoration. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the wicked one took, he shall not swallow it. Oh, yes, Lord. He shall not keep it. In the name we of cast Jesus. it out of his belly. Oh, yes, Lord. We cast it out of Amen. his belly. Every house of yours, let oh, it come Jesus. to you. Amen. Any project you have begun, oh, may you finish Jesus. it. May God help you to finish it. Finish your building project. Amen. Buy your car. Amen. Have the ability to marry. Amen. Do the business. Amen. Prosper. Amen. Open more shops. Amen. The international doors will open Jesus. to you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now open the company. Oh, yes. Open the company. Jesus. Open the company. Jesus. Let the businesses grow. Oh, yes, from the east. Amen. From the west. Amen. From the north. Amen. From the south. Amen. May you have Amen. International partners, international partners, international businesses, businesses that will pay you in dollars, in pounds, in euros, in cities. Receive in the name of Jesus. Kabola shina hadalaba. Kololo sita rama hadalaba. Rabadu gori baraba. May the Lord give you three major blessings. Number one, may He give you the grace. Standing for superabundance. Uncountable blessings. Oh, yes, this month of August is your month of harvest. Oh, yes, Receive uncountable blessings. Yes, Everywhere you pass, may blessings accompany Amen. you. May you collide with blessings. May you embrace oh, blessings. Yes, Lord. Yes, In the Lord. name of Jesus. Amen. Embrace blessings. Jesus. Embrace blessings. Amen. Embrace blessings. Amen. Embrace blessings. Amen. Embrace blessings. Amen. May all your business partners like you. Yes, Lord. May Amen. your boss like you. Amen. May your boss like you. Oh, yes. Even may your enemies like oh, you. Jesus. Whatever negative they want to do to you, may it tend to be positive. In the mighty name of Whatever Jesus. action anybody takes Jesus. in your life, Jesus. let it be for your promotion, oh, yes. Oh, yes, for your Lord. exaltation. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. According to Joel chapter 2, verse 19, Jesus. God said, I will send to you 
corn. Receive corn. Receive corn. Receive corn. Uncountable blessing. May the Lord send to you grace. Amen. Number two, may he send you new wine. Unstoppable joy. Unstoppable joy. May you be able to laugh. Live for joy. Rejoice in the Lord your God. In the name of Jesus. May the joy of the Lord become your strength. Receive new wine. May your life be full of happiness. Excitement. Rejoicing. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now receive oil. As Joseph received favor Jesus. from his father yes, Lord. in the prison, yes, Lord. he received favor yes. in Potiphar's house. Jesus. He received favor yes, before Pharaoh. Yes. He received favor. Amen. Today, Jesus. may you receive a special Amen. favor. Amen. Receive the ring. Amen. Receive the staff. Amen. Receive the honor. Amen. May you receive your horses. Oh, yes, may you receive a may common honor. Name in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Receive favor. Amen. What you don't qualify for. Jesus. Jesus. May the Lord qualify Amen. you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And now I speak over you. Oh, yes, Lord. The blessing in Zechariah 8 12. Jesus. That may the Lord make your vine. May the Lord, Zechariah 8 12. May your seed be prosperous. Amen. May your investment be prosperous. Amen. May your children be prosperous. Amen. May your children be great. Amen. May they be taught of the Amen. Lord. Amen. If you don't have children, may you receive children. Oh, yes, Lord. Amen. It means may you be married. Amen. May you have your children. Amen. And may your children be special. Amen. Oh, yes, Lord. May they be outstanding. Amen. May your sons be as grown grown up in their youth. Amen. Your daughters as grown as Amen. Polish after the spiritual apologies. Amen. May your children be taught of the Lord. Amen. May your children be special. Amen. May they give you joy. Amen. May the Lord establish your home. Yes, Lord. May you be married. Amen. I call for a spirit of marriage. Amen. And children. Amen. And grandchildren. Amen. And great grandchildren. And great profession. In the name of Jesus. May your ground. Oh, yes, Lord. May your vine give its fruit. Your vine is your business. Oh, yes, Lord. May your business, I prophesy to every business, Jesus, yes. Jesus. Business, receive fruit. Business, receive fruit. Business, receive fruit. Businesses, receive fruit. In the name of Jesus. Now, I prophesy to your ground. Oh, yes. Everybody Jesus. do your turn. Say, I prophesy to my ground. I prophesy to my ground. Say, my ground. My ground. From today. From today. Wherever I operate. Wherever I operate. Every barrenness ends. Every barrenness ends. And it receives increase. And it receives increase. Everywhere. Everywhere that I operate from. That I operate from. Wherever I step. Wherever I step. I decree. I decree. Fruitfulness, fruitfulness, and increase, and increase, 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, as a prophet of God, I speak that may your heavens give you. Oh yes, amen. May your heavens be open. Amen. May you have the help of God. Amen. Namim wow. Oh yes, Lord. Namim wow. Amen. Namim wow. Amen. Namim wow. Amen. Lord help them. 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 Amen. Because you are a helper. Oh yes. Help. Jesus. Help. Amen. Help. Amen. Help. Amen. From today. 
every help you need oh, Jesus. may you receive it Amen. may God do for you that which only he alone can do Jesus. in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus may you smile oh, yes, Lord. may you rejoice Amen. may you live for joy Amen. whatever is crippled Jesus. may you get your four friends Jesus. to carry you to your destiny. In the name of Jesus. May you have somebody to lift you up. Oh, yes, Lord. May you get somebody to hold your oh, hand. Oh, yes, Lord. To lift you up. Oh, yes, Lord. Receive a lifting up. Jesus. 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 Put your hand in somebody's hand. Jesus. As a point of contact, just one message. And lift the person's up. Jesus. Say, as I lift you up. Jesus. So I'm being lifted up. You are being lifted up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I decree. I decree. And lifting up. And lifting up. Today, today, as I've held, as I've held the, hand the hand of my brother, of my brother, my sister, my sister, I decree, I decree there's a divine hand, there's a divine hand lifting me up. Lifting me up. Our four friends, our four friends who are holding me up, holding up to my destiny, to my destiny, lifting me up, lifting me up from today, from today, whatever is weak, whatever is weak in my life, in my life, as my hand, as my hand has been held, has been held today, 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 I am lifted up, I am lifted up, and I'm standing, and I am standing, my business, my business, my marriage. My marriage, my family, my family, my, my progress, my progress is standing. Is standing. My good health, my good health is standing. Is standing. My church, my church is standing. Is standing. My children, my children are standing. Are standing. Whatever good thing, whatever good thing, God has ordained for me. They are standing. They are standing. Not only standing, not only standing, but I'm walking. But I'm walking. Take a steps. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. And I'm leaping. I'm leaping. I'm leaping. I'm leaping. I'm praising God. And I'm moving. And I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. Into my temple. Into my temple. I'm praising. And glory my season, my season of exhortation and the season of excitement in Jesus' name. Put your hands together. Sorry, read it. He says, verse 5 Let the peoples, let the what? Peoples, that means let the boys and girls, let the old and the young, let the fair and the dark, let the slim and the pleasant people, let the educated, non educated, let those who are wearing skirts and those wearing trousers. Hey. Hey. Let the peoples.
Amen. Amen. Then he says, when they praise you, what happened? Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. Hey! Then he says, God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall so as you are praising God, it becomes a catalyst.
your photo day. This is my photo day. I can't see your photo day. This is my photo day. Where is your photo day? This is my photo day. Where is your photo day? Victory. 
We are walking from favor to favor. From glory to glory. Amen. This is your mouth. This is your mouth. Amen. Move to eight people and say, This is my man. 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 Eight people. It's an eight man. God is doing new things. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Oh, he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Victory belongs to Jesus. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Amen. Ooh. I said there's a song Alpha and Omega. Sing Alpha and Omega. You are the God that opens every door. You are the God that makes the lane. Don't let the people struggle. Amen. Hallelujah.
Shabadadosh. Shine. Let your light shine from today. Receive. 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 Receive a new garment. Receive. Receive a new garment. A new covering over your life. A new covering over your life. A new covering over your life. In the name of Jesus. Grace become different from today. I see the power of God upon you. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Ooh. Bring it. The door opener. May the door opener. Door opener. Open doors. Receive. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Jehovah, the glory of God. You are being turned into a new woman. Glory, fire. Fire. It's burning. I can see the hope. It's been taken away. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yahweh. Jesus. Glory of the Lord. Receive the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. Receive, 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 watch out, receive, 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 the power of God is working now, the power of God, receive it, watch it, watch it, watch it, in the name of Jesus, thank you, receive, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, me a handkerchief. Don't me a handkerchief. Two of you, give me a handkerchief. Something is changing. Something is Give me your handkerchief, sir. Oh, yes. 
right at the back of your head yet right the back of your head towards your neck god is healing right now right now right now right now right now thank you holy spirit somebody just right now in jesus name another one thank you all of jesus oh spirit of god i want to thank you ah it's already gone 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 that thing is gone but god is now giving you direction grace and your glory ah, to turn you into another man hey, to make new strides of honor in the name of Jesus thank you Holy Spirit hey, give me a, on your forehead receive fresh touch that turns the man's lives around Amen. in the precious name of Jesus Amen. take it receive it bring ah, oil Oh Jesus, Kiddush. Now, Madam, may, may your horn be exalted and your horn be stronger. Whatever horns that used to fight you, today may your horn overcome them. Your horn is overcoming them and overpowering them. And you are possessing your possessions. Possess your possessions in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Break every horn of the wicked one. Every activity of darkness. Your power is destroyed. And I pray that spirit of freedom, release, exaltation, honor, glory. Receive the touch of the Holy Ghost. Hey! Receive the power of the living God. Every work of the enemy dissolve. Every wicked hold of the wicked one breaks. And I pray the glory of the Lord over your life. Receive freshness. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Touch your mighty visitation. Your mighty visitation. In the precious name of Jesus. 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 Every horn of darkness. Command this power to be broken now. And be loose now. Oh, I pray the grace and the glory of God. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. His name is Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. Fresh Holy Spirit. Fresh Holy Spirit. Receive the oil. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. 
the glory of the Lord. Hey, his presence. Change is happening now. Thank you, Jesus. Can you lift your hand? I want to pray for you. Take it.
Precious lady, Lord, bless her in a special way. In the precious name of Jesus, thank you. After these ones, please, because of time, you want me to pray for you after the service. I pray for you. I need to close. New beginnings. <laughs> new beginnings. God is releasing new beginnings unto you. New beginnings. Beginnings. New beginnings. Take it. New beginnings. New beginnings. New beginnings. New beginnings. Take it. Hey. Fire. 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 So open New beginnings. New beginnings. I open business door to you from today. Receive it. In abundance. Yes. Fire.
The Lord fight for you. God give you the upper hand. And consider me. Every voice of the devil will silence you today. Every voice of the devil will silence you. We decree the glory of God. Receive the glory. Receive the power. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Give me a special touch. 
in my spirit, in my spirit, in my soul, in my soul, in my body, in my body, direct me, direct me, influence me, influence my thoughts, my thoughts, my body, my body, my decisions, my decisions. lead me every step the way. This month, this month, may I triumph, may I triumph, may I triumph. Let your power, let your power, let your grace, let your grace, let your glory, let your glory come afresh, come afresh, fire, 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 Oh yes, Lord. Now we cast every disease. Whatever is a curse in your life, we command the curse to be broken. Every curse to be lifted and be broken right now. In the name of Jesus, be free. Yes, Lord. I speak that your business will begin to flourish. Your home will flourish. Your finances will flourish. Your marriage will do well. Your relationship will receive progress. May it be well with you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. And everybody say a big amen. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, everybody say a big amen.